Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This weekend, I will be in Kansas City at the Comedy Club of Kansas City, September 8th through the 10th. Come out and see your boy, Kansas City. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Comedy Club of KC. September 17th, I will be in Detroit, Michigan at the House of Comedy. Two shows as part of the Detroit Comedy Festival at the House of Comedy, September 17th. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. And then uh, what else we got? End of uh, September, early October, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then Portland, Vegas, and some shows with Sal Volcano. All those tickets uh, and information at adamraycomedy.com. Young Rock returns November 4th on NBC. Tune in. We start filming that soon. Chip, uh, Welcome to Chippendales. Just had a stroke. Uh, premieres November 22nd on Hulu. Uh, set your DVRs for that. And uh, all the merch, uh, ticket info, and uh, and special surprises at adamraycomedy.com. Instagram and Twitter, Adam Ray Comedy. I'm posting clips daily, so check your boy out there. TikTok, check your boy out there. And come out and see me again on the road. Um, I got a handful of more tour dates before I lay down my uh, my comedy store special um, and, uh, and and keep the good times moving. All right, guys? Love you. Bye. Enjoy this episode, by the way, with ALN legend Jonathan Kite. I think it's like his 25th appearance, and this might be the best one yet. Don't know how we keep topping it, but uh, but we just fucking figure it out. So enjoy this episode. Follow John on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at John Kite, and go see him uh, on tour. Uh, all right. Enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Guys, welcome back to the pod. Are you going to wear the cans? I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Have we not been rolling for I got a hard out hours? at yeah. 7.04. I'm going to put these on, I think. Please tell me it's not 7.04. Why? What happens? I have a met meter in Glendale. By the way, that sounds like a Nicolas Cage line in a Nicolas Cage movie. What time is it? Uh, it's 7.04. Why? My meter in Glendale. <laughs> that's, that's his autobiography. <laughs> My meter in Glendale. My meter in Glendale. <laughs> uh, I, I, um, I thought about Cage. And As thought, one does. Uh, how often do you think Cage thinks about uh, stuff that doesn't pertain to him? I mean, I don't know. If he, he doesn't seem like a selfish guy, but I don't know if he's like, oh, I don't have to pot pie in the fridge. But he thinks that he did, though. But he, it's still him. Yeah. I left a pot pie in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Right. So even if it's, yeah. Any man who wears, um, did you see his appearance? Oh, that's right. Okay. So it's not like, yeah, that was a bad example. It's he, He's not like, oh, did you, yeah. He's always thinking about himself. Hey, Nick, did you hear about 9-11? Oh, yeah. That was the day that uh, my gardener missed. Oh, was in uh, that movie. The movie I did about yeah. it? Remember Wait, he did the movie? That was based on real events. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Didn't you read the script? I improv the whole I thing. I improv the whole thing. <laughs> Wow, it's I thought it was a, I thought it was a remake of Chicken Little. 
this guy's just coming down. Oh my God. I don't think any Sesame Street hasn't tackled like 9-11, right? No, and they're tackling. Yeah. Well, Sesame Street went hard in the paint with like trans Muppet, right? And then there was a there was a homeless Muppet, which, mm. by the way, I'm sure this is talked about. But Oscar the Grouch, Chappelle did a great bit. Oh, he did. Okay, cool. Softly about awesome. about the way we treat homeless. Then maybe people, I saw that for sure. And yeah, I mean, but, but they never even said he was really homeless, which is the crazy thing. But everyone on Sesame Street was more or less homeless. Big Bird yeah, just Big lived Bird. in a fucking garage. Like in an ass. Like yeah. They fucking didn't <laughs> even give him. <laughs> they were keeping him like the way that they keep veal. None of them. <laughs> Just like they don't want him to grow. None of the Muppets had beds except for Bert and Ernie. But. Dude, no, none of them. I, I still, I subscribe to Bert and Ernie, I think, being gay. Everyone just says they were roommates, but I'm like, they were so fucking clean. Were they male? Don't cancel me. What's that? Guys, we're just. We got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they, here's, I wonder if they were just, if they were non-binary. I don't even think I knew what gay was. And I was like. Oh, these guys are sharing cookies and yeah, that's I, it. I don't know what gay is, but these two are fucking. <laughs> well, that's, it's so, many, it's so funny about the things you, th- you don't know, but you know. Like, we had a girl named Audrey Klitgard in elementary school. K- Sorry, for the, what's the uh, last name? Klitgard. K-L-I-T-G-A-R-D. Sherman. Her dad sold dental dams. <laughs> Klitgard dental dams. <laughs> I didn't know what a clit was. Yeah. Still don't know. Nope. And, um. I think you ladies made it up. And so... Uh, Nicholas Cage movie. <laughs> We're going to steal the... Inter- the <laughs> Wait, that's the plot of National Treasure Yeah, National Treasure We're going to find the clit. <laughs> We're going to find Ben Franklin's clit. <laughs> Nick, that's... <laughs> Again, how many times do we have to tell you the plot of this movie <laughs> is, is the opposite of that? First of all, Ben Cl- Franklin doesn't have a clit. Huh, that's what you think. <laughs> He's trying to convince. Keep it in. <laughs> yeah, guys, <laughs> please tell me we got that. <laughs> But her name was Audrey Clickard, and I remember just being like, that's fucked up. And there were people laughing, and not even, none of my pals knew what a clit was. Maybe just the cast did. He bragged about fucking in the fourth grade, and that his dad owned Little Caesars. And none of us could fact check either one of those. By the way, in that order. Yeah. I feel like the Little Caesars is more impressive. Well, I was, as a fat kid, I was like, dude, you have, your dad is pizza pizza? Pizza pizza twice? (laughs) In case you didn't, hey, pizza, what do you guys have? In case you didn't hear pizza by the way and it's still the same mascot yeah and the same and the same story there is something to be said about the consistency you know or mascots that hold on like papa john's is just a racist white guy dude that's their mascot well their slogan updated too hey i only said the n-word once i thought i was gonna say our pizza's for (laughs) n-words uh n-words two t-o-o uh no shack was like we got it he bought it He, he bought papa john's yes He's like it's he's like it's the opposite of slavery. I'm buying you. Do you want <laughs> this uh, um, brings up a, a fun question? If you had Shack money <sighs> and you could just start buying up businesses, franchises, brother, what what are the give me the top five things you would just buy? Talked about this. I'm not getting you yesterday on your podcast about which is getting ready to come out. Thank you. Called well, we it's uh, we don't legally we don't know if we can say it. Great. It's it's called about last night. Two. <laughs> About last night, too. <laughs> About last night for N words, too. Um, it's Shaq's part owner. But um, no, but you're, but he, because I think about like there are certain people that just have like F you money and they, it's so cool that they're like, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. Like the fact that he, um, that, that he, I love how he's like general insurance. For me, I would, if I could be a, if I could be a part of something, I'd want to own a sneaker company. 
Wow. Dude, I mean, come on. I just think about the, all the stuff that growing up or like at least in apparel company, like you and I are just such diehard sports fans. Yeah. Some, I mean. It'd what be would be your fast food? It'd be cool. Well, man, maybe uh, just because I don't, I don't think I've ever been to a Sonic and those commercials always look great. I've never been to a Sonic. Yeah. You know Kevin Durant was like a a, a spokesman for them, no and way. I always for he had like a like a, a a Kevin Durant slushy or whatever. Yeah, and you That'd know be what fun. I, you know what I thought was ridiculous about it that they mm. didn't do the Sonics tie in. Oh yeah, oh what is while he was in Seattle. No, but but he had just gone to, but it was it was like a it was, Seattle Sonics as you know very well know it was gone but not forgotten. Yeah, still diehard fans out there, yourself yeah. included. I love love those teams, but it's like why didn't they? That was a, that was just a missed opportunity. That they didn't tie that in big time. I've never been. I've never been to a Sonic. I think there's something to be said about um, the commercials that they did that were so uh, the two guys Incredible. in the car. So funny. I mean, should have been us, but still funny. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you audition for those? No, did you? No. Well, I don't do. I haven't auditioned for commercial in forever, but I feel like. But that, I just mean those were out like 20 years ago. God. I feel like even when I was auditioning, it was just like those two guys that were improv guys. That was one of my first jokes. Was um, uh, seeing, hating to be stoned and seeing Sonic commercials because they were so, the nearest one is like 600 miles away. No matter where you are. Yeah, so I just get really baked and I'd see them talk about an Oreo co cookie, oh. baked bean burrito blizzard and I'm just like, anybody want to go to Phoenix? <laughs> Great. Who crush every time. Crush so anywhere but Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you're here. <laughs> go get one. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> Phoenix and, uh, and Olive Garden, same slogan. The Olive Garden, I just found out, has a cutoff now for their breadsticks. What? And uh, by the way, welcome back to Fat Kid Fun Facts. Why? But uh, don't know. It's that you can ask for bottomless, but they now bring you less, is, I think is what it is. So you can get as many as you want, but they don't bring out like 30 at a time now. And they, like, don't, they don't do like, like the hey rounds. Dude, yeah. They're just letting you know. It's almost like the way when like, I don't know if you ever, you know, you ever order something and the waiter or bartender, whoever says like, so you guys are hungry, huh? They're like, get a comment dude do you got a comment we're here <laughs> <laughs> like i fucking i brought the same oh somebody's thirsty <laughs> it's a bar <laughs> dude i had a laptop i had a tsa guy pull my laptop out of the uh oh, out of the, the backpack worst. and go and go oh somebody's doing well and i was like fuck and then i had a sandwich and he goes somebody's like this hungry. is adele yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then a sandwich, a sandwich and he was like somebody's hungry me yeah <laughs> he hey, you gonna finish that laptop it? yeah well you gonna finish that sandwich <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Have I been, hate that the TSA judge your oh, go through your stuff. Do you uh, do you ever? F I always phone in my this. By the way, I never go all the way up. For some reason, I'm in my head. I'm just like I just feel like I'm getting scanned and chipped and radiated and bugged and like. Well, you definitely are getting yeah. radiated. I went to the so dentist today. I'll just like, like I'll just I do lazy like because I'm just I almost feel like <laughs> the if I don't fucking do straight fucking salute, then uh, that they can't scan everything properly. I don't he know. might have something in his hands. We couldn't read it. <laughs> This guy Wolverine. By the way, I love to the. I got a pat down once for having a cough drop in my back pocket. Guy jerked me off for a cough drop in the back baggie. He's like, "Hey, now we got to check your anal cavity." <laughs> Wait a minute, you don't work here. <laughs> uh, it is. It does suck when you get those random pullouts. Oh, dude, it's like, uh, yeah, you know who never gets them, hey, bro? Look at me, Nick Cannon. Yeah. Never pulled out. So here's the thing. <laughs> But you got to think like when you're going through TSA and shit, right? It's always when you're late. When I was going through one oh, time for always. Delta, and I love I fly Delta more than any other. Me too, flight. love them, love them. But this guy By was the friendly skies, right? I think that's in United. Oof, oof. 
We'll edit this out. Wait. You know, we'll keep it in. <laughs> we'll edit United. You're done, guys. <laughs> Hell, this is in. United, you canceled. But you know, the thing is, you're like, you're always late to the gate. It's you got to get on some of those smaller late flights. Late to the gate you know? with Nick Gage. What time is it? Oh, seven oh four. I've got to go to Glendale, and I've got to. What time's your What time is your flight? Seven oh four. That's right now, Nick. I'm late <laughs> to where? <laughs> Glendale. Oh, not the gate. The gate. The gates in Glendale. The shuttles in Glendale. Remember airport shuttles? Remember when you got picked up Home Alone style? I remember that. The shuttles coming at blah 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 time. Oh, inconvenient. I mean, convenient. Yeah. But I just because I know that area, you're not near the airport. No, the O'Hare Airport is where they were going. Also, to. you're rolling the dice. There was also something real creepy about just a van pulling up to your house at like five a.m. and your hope and and if that van's late, by the way, vacation done. Yeah, well, Uber also, there's no, there, there's with a family, there's already so much that's going wrong that it's like, this guy better put his, the foot to the fucking floor. Do you appreciate when your Uber driver like fucking will pretty much fast and furious you to the airport? I I'm sort like, of Dude, tell them that if my I, body flies through the windshield and I land on the curb. I think some of these drivers would still be like, hey, I got you hit on time, five stars. And yeah. you're like, you're right. My head is on fucking in the other terminal, but you did get me here. He's like, you are close to your gate. <laughs> What did I tell you? <laughs> yeah, what did I tell you? I do like when they turn around, they're like, do you mind if I, you know, like they're just going to give like a, do you mind if I basically bob and weave and go 115? Like I've definitely had a lot of drivers where they're just like, I'm like, I like dude, that. do what you got to do. And like, is it cool if I, I'm just like, fuck Like, are you lifting up the nitrous pad? <laughs> it's, it's just like Vin Diesel. He's like, you want to get there or do you want to get there? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's no Both options sound pretty yeah, good. Yeah. You just said hey, one more. What are we, friends or are we family? <laughs> Is that one of the lines from the movie? No, but it's always like, I don't have any friends. I only have family. Everything is about family. Vin Diesel is a rapper? He, did you ever hear him sing? No. It's like, he sings My Funny Valentine, but in the key of Satan. Oh, God. He's just like, My Funny Valentine. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's certain people that just pop off music careers. When Lindsay Lohan did a song, it was like, I get it. You're just, you know, you're you if just it was offered to you. You're testing the waters. Come on. You thought it'd be cool. I mean uh, if somebody offered it to me, I'm not turning it down. I'm not uh, right for it at all and I will cost them money. Would you do a rap song, a rock song, a country song? What would you be your uh, if you could pop in the street if, J if your boy Jamie Foxx R and B. Yeah. For real? Yeah, for real. Okay, maybe Jay to, to lay down some keys on it or produce it. Oh, my God. You should just, I'm sure if you came to him with a dope hook and something and just be like, can we just pop in the studio? Mm, if I just started singing around him, like, and he was just like, hey, man, what's, what's that? Oh, uh, nothing, man. Just something I'm <laughs> working on. Yeah, but whatever. What do you Not mean? sure if it's ready yet. Can we give it a green light? <laughs> That's all I do. What would it be called? Um, go time. Yeah, there we go. Because I love any good 90s R&B song. It's, it's telling you. Yeah. Hey, what time is it? It's go time. <laughs> Nick Cage does a, does a feature. Oh, oh. It's this remix. Oh, 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 oh. It's go time. Dude, but you're right. Who else has gotten Robert uh, Downey Jr.? Joe Pesci. Always wanted a, to be a singer. What? Dude, you never heard the Joe Pesci album? No. It's unreal. That's a real sentence. Have you ever heard? I'm his agent. You've <laughs> never heard? This is this is the QVC, the infomercial. It's called Pesci Protected. <laughs> hey, impress me. Hey, impress me. I'm Pesci. Is that, you got a Pesci? I do. My Pesci is James Gandolfini. Great. 
How you doing? How was it good, fellas? Yeah. Oh. No. Fuck. Is um what uh what did you think about Trump getting uh broken in? Did you um when you see a big Trump story, do you immediately just go like, Oh cool, there's like a, a fun three Dude, to four minutes I can do tonight? It's literally what I've been doing. Yeah. I've been going up with zero material and I've and I it's crazy because um with Trump especially, people were like, oh, he's dead, thank God, after he was not elected again. Mm. But then I was like, no, Trump's like COVID. Like, Reborn. everyone's going to get him again. Yep. And it's like, the thing is that he, when he's relevant, the stuff, it hits in a way, because everyone has an opinion about him. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got up there, and I and I did... um. I did the eulogy for Ivana's funeral. Oh, great. And, but I started off with him just talking about every other... Uh, like, like we had a lot of great people die this year. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, a good fella. Some say a great fella. <laughs> Best away this year. Mr. Danny Tanner, Mr. Bob Saget, Mr. NBC, Mr. TV died. And then I went through it and I go, a lot of great people and a four. My ex-wife, a four. Passed away. She's a four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, Can you smoke. imagine him fucking ranking her Dude, I, at I, a funeral? I, they go, where was she buried on the golf course? On my beautiful golf course. People say, was she buried on hole 10? Well, she's not a 10. So she couldn't be buried there. That's she was a four. So, so she got buried at hole four. <laughs> and I would do like. She's a bogey. She's the bogey of, of ex-wives. I said, people said, why did you bury her? I go, well, she looks like she was hit in the face with a nine iron. <laughs> This is true. I said, I, I go, people, I, I said, I, and I had all this fat to chew, oh, you know, God, chew, and yeah. I was like, and I said, um, I go, people ask me, why on a golf course? I said, because in my vows, this is true. I love God. I said, to death do us par, which is why I took a mulligan on the wedding. Like, but what I you can go make, forever because it's also for, a eulogy uh, forever, and it's just, and he went forever. Like, at, well, anytime he speaks, it's like there's no cutoff. Well, did you ever see that Jimmy Kimmel comparison when Obama announced the the um, the killing of Osama bin Laden, and it was like so succinct, and it was very like this happened then, and then this happened, and then this happened, and God bless America, and then like Trump four, just he hit the highlights, he hit it all, and he was like, you, he went you, in, found him, shot him, bada bing, bada boom. I'll see you guys uh, at ladies night tonight at TGI Fridays. <laughs> and Trump gets in there and he goes, like something, I'm, I'm not going to do it justice, but he's like, we got that bozo. He's a dog. We shot him like a dog. And he just keeps, it's 48 minutes is the thing. And he goes, and I'm not going to get the credit. A lot of people say this. You should have got the credit. I didn't get the credit for killing this. And then he can't pronounce the guy's name. So it's like, Al-Far-Wak-Kalamalaka. Like he is, it's like the craziest. It's like, is that guy, a, 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 is that a village near Wakanda? Like he just, and he's, they didn't make any attempt to learn the guy's name. Yikes. So I was reading off a teleprompter phonetically. Yikes. This guy, man. So yeah, so I've been just I've just been getting on stage, but people don't like when you make him clever. They like when you make him stupid. Yeah. So anytime I would do like a clever joke about him, like a golf pun, mm. they would be like, no. Yeah. And then I'd go back into him sort of being like, I have a great golf, or you know what's a bad golf, Arlington Cemetery, bad golf course. Now how about in KC? Did you, I know you were there recently. Did yeah. you get... Uh, any sort of pushback on any, or do you just decide to just go, you know, there was nothing going on with him at the time. Yeah. And I, and I don't push it in areas where I did, I did a little bit about Mar-a-Lago just cause it fed another joke that I was doing, but like, I don't want them to, I'm not trying to change anybody's minds. Like I, there's certain things that I have opinions on, but I'm not coming in to do a Ted talk about Trump. Yeah. And when I have something funny to talk about, I love just going up there with being like, what's going on with him and just talking. Yeah. 
Because you know, I know you do a lot of crowd work. I love doing crowd work, yeah. and 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 really getting into something. But something like that, of like a voice, or when Obama, I used to do crowd work as Obama all the time. On take questions from the audience. Yeah, or just what? be just be like a questionnaire, and then it feels fresh to them that they know the thing that they're getting is yeah. exclusively for that audience. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And that you know, it's a different kind of fun, which you're I, obviously amazing at too. What uh, what do you? I couldn't compliment you without complimenting myself there. <laughs> Which you're also, like me, incredible. <laughs> yeah. There is something about uh, when you see, like, it's just funny that, like, Trump, will, you know, he's not on Twitter. He's not, like... Still on it? Instagram, though. Is he really? Yes. What's he posting? Who knows? Dear God. I haven't... I, I went on just a check yesterday because, um, you know, like, that guy, the crazy guy, Andrew Tate, whatever, he got taken off everything. Oh, yeah. And I go, how bad do you have to be, whereas Trump didn't get taken off Instagram. Oh my God. I'm still posting a lot of great photos. I'm an artist. <laughs> like, <well. laughs> Yeah, the filters, yeah. I found a new, a new filter. It's <laughs> <laughs> it turns fours into tens. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's his filter, it's just every time it sees a woman, there's a cartoon <laughs> hand that grabs the pussy. You know, it's on one of those like filters. The Trump filter. <laughs> The idea of him just scrolling on anything is just really funny to me. I never like sitting there yeah. on the toilet and like scrolling through TikTok or something and like sending a funny cat video to somebody or like, do you think he even does that? Like people like this, I just don't. Twitter, one hundred percent. I know that he all he did was read the comments all day. But I mean, like, sh like find a funny thing or 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 be like, find a great new recipe. I like this. I follow this young kid. His mom makes fun lunches. She's the fun lunch mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, like does he follow other accounts like that that are just like so out of left field that you're like oh this guy maybe he does have a piece of like see i love that you make him like that's a funny the way you just did it is like a funny cartoon version of him of like what we would see him in his cartoon life because i think him in real life is if he is like if it doesn't concern him yeah i feel like he is not no he's not that's what i keep hearing and that's i guess what i'm so curious is that like how do you but i love that that your version of him <laughs> is like i saw this great kid he made an unbelievable brownie <laughs> The recipe is posted. I'm gonna repost it. You know, it's so good. The uh, kids, they, yeah, they say our kids aren't doing anything tremendous. But have you tried to make a brownie recently? It's hard, <laughs> impossible. Some say, and I did it now because of this kid. He's so good. Like, but you're right. I love that your guy He's is breaking like, brownie barriers. <laughs> I said, build that wall of brownies. <laughs> A brownies, build a brown wall. See, I'm not racist. Build a brown wall or a black wall or a Chinese wall. Bring a, build a brownie <laughs> a wall to keep wall. the browns. <laughs> it's a brownie wall. <laughs> keep the browns out with actual brownies. <laughs> well, actual brown. I, see, I love brownie walls, which is a name of a, a black guy. I can never remember his real name. I call him brownie walls. Brownie walnuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I love walnuts in the brownies. I also would love to hear him. I start doing this bit about uh, baseball broadcasters and how I, you know, have so much respect for them because they're on air for three, four hours a day, spitting anecdotes and stories, and they have so much downtime on a hot mic. No wonder every two to six to eight years, some Hall of Fame broadcaster gets canceled for slipping up and saying some fucked up shit because you're just fucking, you're just black out at some point. You know, it's why somebody just gets on the mic and they're like, you know, Gomez at the plate, two balls, one strike. You know, I knew a Jew with two balls once. You're like, that's you can't. Say, it's only the fifth. Dave, you know, he's like, I'm surprised more Jews don't play baseball. It's played on a diamond, three and one. You know, I knew a gay guy with three balls once. You know, <clears throat> that's so. Great. But I go, uh, it, it uh, Trump is a guy where I'm like, man, put him in the fucking booth. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. those at those mid game breaks when they are calling and they have a guest come in, it's like. You know, like, they're, well, here, let's just do it. So, like, you know, I'm, uh, 
Uh, this uh, this half of the inning brought to you by Doritos. Dorito, uh, get that chip. It's a cheesy. It's a cheesy chip. They, I can't. Sorry, I lost the sheet with the actual slogan. So, but it's a uh, Dorito. You know what they are. You get them. You, your kids. Uh, your kids eat them. Your uh, it's what your husband eats when he's cheating on you. Clearly, uh, top of the fifth. We go. Reds are up four nothing. We got a special guest in studio today uh, in the booth. It's uh, former president. Uh, you guys uh, might love him. You might hate him. He's got something for everybody. Uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Donald, thank you for uh, joining us here in the broadcast booth. I love baseball. I love ball. I love base. I love. I love all so much. Happy to be here. Doritos. I love Doritos. Uh, now for Jews. Anderson uh, at the plate. He's uh, 0 for 2 today. Now, Donald, were you a baseball kid growing up? When I was a child, we we played polo mm. on the backs of people. Oh. We didn't have horses. I called the guy horse. <laughs> and he was he had a long face and a long hair. I would hold on to him as a child. And I said, and uh, there's a strike. And I said, I said, believe me, we're going to win this game, even if I have to bribe the other team. This is true. Excuse me. Uh, second strike. And the the problem is that, that they died. These people died. We went through them like Kleenex. That I a, said, need, we need stronger slaves. Sure. Oh, my. Oh man! Did when now when you came into the park today? Did people? Uh, was it a great ovation? Did people were they fired up to see you? How was that when you go out in public these days? I love America so much because whenever I'm here, I'm here to make America great, and a great part of the tradition of America is baseball. And they know that I'm I, I'm shaped like like a like a base really, and uh, you know, and you well, know, I got a face like a glove. What's your favorite base, if you don't mind me asking, Mr. Trump? Oh, home run! Because I never settle for third, even if the girl's not ready. I go all the way <laughs> what is first base we call, we call it we call the home run the trump he goes, <laughs> it, 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 it trumps all and people say that's the only way you win you win by you getting on first base first base is vagina <laughs> What second base, dear I ask? Uh, while you're in the vagina, this is true. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is true. When you're in the vagina, your hands are in her mouth. We have to cut the commercial. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh man, I think the Vikings are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. No way, man. The Packers are going to do it. Aaron Rodgers got vaccinated. He did? No, I think it looks like he did. The Seahawks, in my opinion, are going to win the Super Bowl. But they don't have Russell Wilson. How are they going to do anything? Pete Carroll's a man. That's why. Don't you see the way he chews gum? He's a passionate guy. The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Do you want to celebrate the return of football? I know you do. Get that queso dip ready, dip your balls in it, and go to DraftKings. They're giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5. Just 5 Just a simple 
$5 bill on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up to seven, you win! Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, baby, even if your team loses. That's a sweet-ass deal. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You know them, you love them, you use them, so keep using them here. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever the hell you want. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code ABOUT to get $200 in free bets instantly. That's freaking crazy, man. Sorry for cursing. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it, use the promo code ABOUT, and get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code ABOUT only at DraftKings. Use the code ABOUT on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast, and I'm sitting down because I got some big news. Usually I'm standing up to do comedy, but I'm sitting down now because I got the deal of a lifetime. First of all, sitting is bad for you. We all know that, whether we're sitting on planes or sitting on a beanbag chair watching porn in front of our kids, there's just too much damage you do on the body. Thankfully, Axion has come up with a chair that allows your pelvis to move the way it does while you walk. So all 33 vertebrae align into perfect posture. The result, better breathing, better blood flow, and relief from the pain. It's crazy what you can do when you set your body to do it. Now, these guys are homies of mine. My buddy Dennis uh, worked with the Clippers as their doctor for 27 years. He runs a wellness center called Peak Wellness. He's a fucking gangster and has uh, saved me from surgery numerous times. Uh, I actually met Justin Bieber at his place. Um, and uh, and I was in my boxers getting cupping done. And Bieber and I locked eyes and I was like, this is how we were supposed to meet. And Bieber smiled and I never saw him again. Um, but uh, this chair is a game changer. It's changed the way I live. It's changed the way I breathe, the way I sit. And you guys right now can get that chair for 25% off uh, using the promo code ALN25 at all33.com. It's incredible. You got to get it. It's the only chair out there to get. We will be getting them for the studio. Go to all33.com and use promo code ALN25 for 25% off this chair. I always love him because I, I do him as if yeah. someone is doing this, like coming to the stage to wrap him up. Yeah. So I'll, so part of my bit is I'll do... Oh, he's always I'll getting. say something super inflammatory. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll look at somebody off the stage, like, like security's trying to come up. And, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then I go right back to it. God, so fucking funny, dude. Um, That's a great bit, though. You're right. You know, like Bob Uke or uh, Norm McDonald tells yeah. this great story, mm. you know, with him and Artie Lane, Oh, yeah. With the Uke, where he would be in there and then he would press the mute button because they were just talking so much. Right. And he'd be like, fly ball the first. Look at the cans on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he was so... It's. I mean, that is a... That is a minority report yeah. of just being able to do all that stuff. Great movie. Rewatched that recently. So good. Yeah. Cruz, uh, you saw Top Gun. I didn't see it. I experienced it in a theater, right? IMAX. I feel like if it, uh, there's going to be people out there that uh, saying this the other day that are going to just watch it on a laptop or a plane, and I think they should do a reality show called Driving Cruise Crazy, where he boards planes unbeknownst to the passengers, like maybe he's in disguise, and when he sees someone pulled up on the plane, he fucking that is genius. He grabs their laptop and either slams it down and breaks it, or fucking you know grabs the back of their seat, changes the channel, fucking. Just does something and freaks out. He grabs the laptop. He has a parachute on and just jumps out the plane with it. <laughs> That's 
that's what it is. It's meant for a fucking screen. <laughs> Come on. Or he's like, he's laying in bed the whole time. He's there, the woman. Yeah. He's a, and then he just goes. <laughs> and then the woman's like, wait, is that coming from the TV? Or is that coming? He goes, I've been here the whole time. You are fucking with my movie. Thanks. <laughs> it's made for the screen. Made for the screen. The big screen. So I'm going to show you the biggest screen. He just kicks him off the plane. <laughs> See in the sky. Where was meant to be seen? I set up a projector in the clouds. <laughs> hey, friendly skies. I am the friendly skies. We're in skies. the sky. Have you seen the movie Up? I attached 1,600 balloons to your fucking roof. Tom Cruise is the old man from Up. Oh, I, Dude. The way that they did the uh, live version of most Disney movies, I'd fucking watch the fuck out of that. Oh my! I just said it the other day. God. I went on record. Up's my favorite Pixar movie. It's so good because I feel like that little kid, that little kid, is man. just like you know an adventure book. He fucking so sweet. The way he brings that whole group together. Ed Asner is the old man. I mean that you open with just a fucking with heartbreak, and then it, I'm like, where can we go from here? Yeah, where? up, up, exactly. Come on, we knew it. We should sell that. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's that's literally the pitch you guys were in there they're like okay so okay we start with death okay and so uh, we start with, think, of, think of the love of your life the love eternal you grow love. old you grow old with her and then what soul mate yeah it's written in the stars and then leukemia and then immediately leukemia yeah painful you're sitting at home in the house you fucking built for her because she was your fucking girl you'd do anything for her. you'd fucking die for her while she's dying <laughs> Wait, sorry, this is a Pixar movie? Hey, wait for it. Then there's a magical bird on a magical island with a uh, hairdresser. Is, wasn't that guy the fucking bad guy? Was he? Like oh, he a, was the explorer. Yeah. Hey, we need a second. We haven't worked through this pitch. <laughs> Fidel Sassoon is the he bad was, guy. So Paul Mitchell. <laughs> and he said- By the way, Fidel Sassoon sounds like the rival to Jafar from the, Aladdin. The Bond villain. The Yeah. Fidel Sassoon. <laughs> Wait, Liam Neeson as Vidal Sassoon? I am Vidal Sassoon. And I'll tell you this right now. If you don't look good, it, we don't look good. Wasn't that their slogan? It was a men's warehouse. No, that's the, you like your way you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee it, which is very aggressive. By the way, you like the way you're going to look in this haircut. I guarantee it. <laughs> wait, if you don't, wait. I like the first one. If you don't look good, we don't. Wait, yeah, here that's, we go. That's, uh, we're going to go uh, Liam Neeson for the role of uh, Vidal Sassoon. Uh, this is a uh, screen test. Take one. What the hell happened to your hair? Let me tell you something. I'm willing to die right now to make sure that you look good. You're not going to leave this chair. I will stay here all night, and we're going to fix this. Because the truth is, the way you feel about yourself is the way I'm going to feel about myself for the rest of my life. So you better leave here feeling like a god. If you don't look good, I don't feel good. Uh, cut. I think, uh, great take. Uh, the, sorry, Liam, the line Should is- it be uh, deeper? What's that? Should it be more dramatic? Uh, nailed that part. Your, the intensity is, we got that. I'm on a lot of Adderall. The, the, line, the line is, what do you think? So this is post haircut. What do you think? You've done your job. Now you're showing this uh, this young uh, young boy who came in for his his first haircut. Kids get nervous; they're scared. So we want to see a, a little bit of that earnestness. I know how that feels. I was Oscar Schindler. T so take some of the Schindler, put him into Vidal Sassoon. Okay. Some say Schindler and Sassoon were, you know, brothers. <laughs> no, okay, kindred spirits. <laughs> let's just take another. I'm ready. Let's take another take. Here we go, and. Action. 
now that you've seen this beautiful work of art that I put on your head, oh. would you put me on a list? A Schindler's list. If no. you had to save one haircut, one barber. Do I make your Schindler's list? I if think you we're had good. I think we've seen every barber from the Nazis. I think we've seen everything. <laughs> I love that. The guy's still trying to keep it together. I think we've seen everything we needed to see. Oh my god. Oh. Dude, that's all right. Um uh okay, thank you so much. Um Christopher Walken. Now uh Christopher Walken for uh Vidal Sassoon in the Vidal Sassoon story. Uh take one, screen test. When I was a child, oh god. A lot of sailors asked me, Do you believe in mermaids? And I said I believe in magic. So, if that's the what? I'm sorry, Mr. Walken. I, I, I'm so sorry. First of all, amateurs. No, this this is a real treat to have you in here. And and uh, the producer John, I know, is a dear friend of yours and wants you to get this gig. But um, the line is, "Thank you for coming in. Please grab a complimentary comb on your way out." And then. And then we're good. So just nail that. Give us that, and then we'll go into some uh, some alts. You got it. I'm ready when you are. Christopher Walken, Vidal Sassoon, screen test, take two. Get the fuck out and take a comb. <laughs> we got one more. Can we get one more? I'm so sorry. One more. Christopher Walken, screen test. The line is. Thank you for coming in. Grab a complimentary comb on the way out. Christopher Walken, Vidal Sassoon, biopic, screen test, take three. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> because I know what you did. So you need to leave so we can take care of this not on company property. By the way, take a comb. <sighs> did I get it? <laughs> Chris Walken wants to know, write that in there. Will you tell my agent? <laughs> tell my agent. I'll wait. Cut out the middle, man. Tell Cut me out now. the middle, man. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the corner. I brought a book. Some Sudoku. How many moves does it take you to get a Sudoku done? Well, Chris? mentally, <laughs> seven would probably... Closer to six. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> when you, uh, oh, dude, you're fucking brilliant. When you're on the uh, road, which, by the way, you loving? Yeah, when man. When are you going to Batavia? Uh, I actually, dude, you hooked that up. Thank you. Dude. Oh, great. Yeah, it was great because that night we met the club owner. Yes. She's great. Uh, September. Great. You're 22nd love, you're through love 24th. You, you did blast. the club, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great. So club. fun. They're getting, they're getting really good names. Oh, yeah. And me. Uh, no, you get a rip, and it's somewhat hometown. It no, it is. It's like it's it, it's like an hour from where I grew up. Forty minutes. Oh, so you gotta have some peeps come. It's out. gonna be great. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really enjoying. A lot of pod really fans though. too. Too this that'll be great. This will come out right before that. Oh, so fuck again, yeah. we just extra extra plug. Go see John at uh, the Comedy Vault. Yeah, cool room. There's a uh, there's a really cool bar across the street that they all are friends with that own, and then there's another one on this like mini street where I said it looks like one of those old. Uh, like it's just a it's the old town street where there's one long street and there's some weird like 
little girl dress shops and then a fucking country bar and then a fucking butt plug store and then there's just like a bunch of different businesses that's a fun thing with live music um but it was cool it was a good city and the, and the crowds were awesome i've never been to batavia yeah me neither i didn't know i don't know i think donnie Wahlberg lives out there um, I'll be doing just Mark Wahlberg for the weekend. Yeah. Excuse me, guys. Have you seen Donnie? I, th- I think they're still on tour. I might tell them to go see it, dude. If they're still there, I'm telling you. I was, I was talking about I was talking about New Kids uh, yesterday. Just like how about great what? about so I wear concert shirts of bands and I have an original New Kids shirt, which I think I told you because I yeah. was wearing it in Austin. Wow. I have original New Kids material, uh, like merch from when I was a kid. If I, if Joey comes to a show that we're both on, you gotta, oh, wear, I'm gonna it wear it and have him sign it. I lo- <laughs> So I have the one with the with the handprints on the back. Wow, that was that, a classic. That they signed and then, they, then it was printed on there. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, they're, cause one time I'll tell you this. So I know you're friends with them and I have the, just the utmost respect for them. I was doing Nashville Zanies, great club. Oh yeah. I was wearing the shirt, one of the other shirts, I have two original concert tees from them. I'm wearing one of them and this woman starts arguing with me unprompted about how the new kids aren't a great group. And I go, Google this, I go there, they sold out Madison Square Garden the same weekend I was doing Zanies. I go, what, who can you name yeah. that can do that this many years later? That's pretty crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Well, everyone, I mean. They're so beloved. People love to hate. Oh, dude, I go, you, you're so out of your depth. And it just because you don't like taking it. this person down. It's also it was awesome. Like, it also, it's just a classic thing of like when someone slams something, it's usually out of like their your own insecurity of yeah. either not being able to do it yourself, which is weird to be like, like it's like, I don't know, were you a failed musician? Is that why you're taking it out of the new kids on the block? Because you you never got to sell at Madison Square Garden? Or just do you not like the pelvic thrusting? Did you go to a concert, look Danny Wood in the eyes, he fucking, you know, air fucked you and you, you know, haven't been able to recover from it? <laughs> He get, he get, she got some air wood by the way it's, and then the, and then tom hanks plays in the lifetime original movie danny wood danny wood from new kids on the block air fuck me during a show and now i and i haven't been i haven't been right since it's almost like some freaky friday thing where he did some like you know and, and, like, oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait this summer what happens when a new kids on the block super fan goes to see their favorite band for the first time wow i can't believe they're coming to town <laughs> Small town girl Lily Thompson was just a fourteen-year-old girl with a big set of <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a big set of dreams and a backpack full of snacks. She had a little bit. She had some back problems for sure, but she was excited because the new kids, her favorite band, were coming to town. My scoliosis let me sit. <laughs> lets me sit up front. She was sitting in the fucking the, the area that's roped off for people in chairs. But she got to go in because she's got a bad back. Wow. <laughs> this is awesome. She couldn't believe the front row seats and the special preferential treatment. I can't believe the front row seats and the special preferential treatment. <laughs> Drinks and snacks galore as she sat front row. Here they come, the new kids on the block. Wow. Capri Sun. <laughs> Yay! Was one of the opening acts. <laughs> and she couldn't fucking believe it. And here come the new kids. And the show was almost too much to handle. Wow. Wow. Oh, they're gonna they're doing my favorite song. And as they did the right stuff, Danny, Donnie, Jordan, John, and Joey, all in unison, did their famous spin into a pelvic air fuck. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> the right stuff. And in that moment, 
Lily was changed forever as Danny Wood locked eyes with her and air-fucked the shit out of her face. She was only 14, but she turned into an 87-year-old woman in that moment. Wow! Oh my god! I can't believe how old I am. She couldn't believe how old she was. She couldn't believe it's not butter. But what she could believe was her scoliosis was gone. Oh, my scoliosis is gone, but I need my two hips replaced. <laughs> this summer in... <laughs> the Grandma Exchange. I thought you were going to... Tom Hanks is the Grandma Exchange. <laughs> oh, anybody get, want a Werther's original? <laughs> Who wants a moon pie? <laughs> Who wants a moon pie? I thought you were saying that him and Dave... Grandma. Grandma. <laughs> and, then just, and then they wink. They'll never know. But um, the fact, by the way... The dog's always looking at her weird, though, still. <laughs> The pet, for some reason, just has a fucking keen sense. <laughs> just cuts to the grandma in school. <laughs> it's like a Billy Madison. <laughs> Tom Hanks has to say to the dog, as a grandma, don't you say shit. Quiet, you. <laughs> or I'll take your balls. This film is not your rated. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say that Tom Hanks and Daddy would switch uh, places. So then Tom Hanks is a part of it, and he's just oh. like, ho, 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 Tom Hanks gets Freaky Friday to the new kids on the block. Guys! What? Please don't go, girl. <laughs> ah, please don't go! <laughs> oh, my. Dude, I love oh. new kids. So I'm often tagged in their posts. I've told you this, right? Because Jonathan oh. Knight and Jonathan Kite. So since oh, I was great. a kid, I always loved him. Because I was like, oh, my God, this guy. I almost have this guy's name. Bro, that's fuck. Oh, dude, we got to get you to a... Uh... Oh, I want to go, dude. To show. We'll you, go. You, you open oh, we'll for go them? next time. They're uh, yeah. on their concert cruise. Yeah. Oh my god, that Bonkers. was so fun. Yeah, it was crazy. They're they're doing one again this year for the first time in like three years. But it's, and where uh, do they? Where does a cruise like that? I've always wanted takes to ask off you from this. like New Orleans or Miami, and then it goes to um, you know somewhere somewhere down there. And where, and you've done the Joker's cruise too? No, I had to cancel both times for that. But uh, you opened for Sal. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, dude, yeah, a bunch amazing. of great His fans are awesome. Yeah, it's cool to to. Uh, you know, as we are, you know, building our own audiences, yeah, to just be like, there's certain fans that are, you know, there's a lot of kids at Joker shows too, which is cool, and he does a great bit every show with a kid, um, where he has a kid say, uh, curse in front of, like, curse out loud in front of strangers for the first time, and it's fucking incredible. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, he had some kid in Arizona that was like. Bitch, <laughs> and the fucking whole place went nuts. And it like, but before that, he had a girl come up and she like outed her mom as being like a drug dealer. <laughs> like, he goes, "Is your mom cooking the books or something?" And she was like, <laughs> and then there was a baby at the show in Seattle. Oh my god, which was really, uh, which was really crazy. Um, have you had any thing crazy at any of your shows uh, recently? So I or? posted something that um. It didn't really do it justice, you know, because when we do crowd work and like we want to post it online because I want to share it, you know what I mean? Like if I think it's an amazing, because sometimes I share great, what I think are very funny moments yeah. and like unexpected, but there's a lot of moments that I'm sure you get this too with unexpected that aren't necessarily funny. Yeah. And I was going through when I was in Kansas City and there was this guy in the front row who looked like 
um, he was a golf pro at a club. He was probably like, maybe like in his mid to late sixties. And he was, um, you know, he, he like, like that shirt. He was, it's a party guy. He was like a guy who like loved to, he was a guy that a good time. You could just tell, right. You say like this shirt. He, like he like he was wearing one of those. So shirts. I, I bought this at a uh, resort um, recently, and um, it was from, great. The, from the gift shop. I feel like I'm dressed like Rafael Nadal's trainer, and I'm okay with that. By the way, <laughs> the guy who, behind the guy. Yeah, I train Rafael Nadal's trainer. <laughs> yeah, the guy. Yeah, my guy, the trainer's trainer. <laughs> starring Start training wait, wheels. Wait, wait, the trainer's trainer starring Anthony Bourdain in his in his. This was the last film he he did before. He passed away, and it's recently been recovered, and now streaming on Hulu. Every student <laughs> needs a teacher. As we walk through the fields of gold, in the words of Sting, we are often reminded that we are where we are because of those that came before us. But I ask you to ask yourself, who teaches the teachers? This summer, pull up a nice Chianti, a beautiful Cacio Pepe, and join me as I tour Italy for the trainer's trainer, colon training wheels. <laughs> With co-host Megan Trainer. <laughs> she does the soundtrack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Dude. So good. I... Coming right back to that. Uh, wait, finish your story. Then I have a, a Bourdain story. All I was going to say is that um, that uh, so the, this really cool thing. So like, I have prompts. Like, I just like I like to get to know people on like a, a you know yes. So I say the whole night. It's it's packed. It's everyone's f having a good time. But like, I could see that there's like a guy, this really fun guy, and then there's this black guy who's right behind him, yeah. who's just like this cool looking like you know like uh just like a tough but like just smooth dude mm. and he's enjoying himself but he's he's like he's got cool cool guy mode yeah his arms are like this and he's not moved but i could tell that he's having a good time he's there with his lady they're both there with their ladies and so this is bugging you or you just you no, take it personally i just, to, I just to... noticed that the two of them exist together in the same room they're watching the same show one guy's having the reaction that he's like he's like a real bernie lomax from weekend at bernie's yeah he's just like the good time kind of guy yeah and then the guy behind him is just like this tough like stoic statue right yeah. and then i say like what songs do you guys like to fuck to and I, that's one of the prompts that i like really opens up the room to everybody and this guy in the front row goes teddy pendergrass mm. and the guy behind him went like what and i and i said and they like connected in such a moment where like they i don't i don't know that they necessarily thought that the two of them were different but they were enjoying the show in such a different way that's awesome and we were talking about how different they were but like yeah. i go isn't that amazing about music i go i feel like in that moment we solved racism <laughs> and um it was so fun and then they came back the next night oh, great and then i redid the like i told this story again and we went through it and it was like we all rejoiced and they were there like and i'm like stand up and they're like that was us in the story wow it was so cool man oh, it was just man. i'll never forget it It was such an awesome moment where was that it was in kansas city wow yeah that's so uh i mean it's nights like that that really just make you go god it's so cool to be just to perform and be yeah. on stage where uh where and especially things like that that happen where you go, oh, that's just going to happen that one time. Uh, you know, you can retell it and, and uh, you know, celebrate the next night. But like that first time as it's happening, like everybody kind of, you know, being around that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. What uh, 
do you hang out when you're on the road? Do you like kick around the, the club after? Do you go out and about? You know, sometimes like it depends on the location because I don't like to take a, a car like like Batavia. I'm sure I'll go to that bar. You know, that's across the oh, street, yeah. you know, but, but it, there weren't a lot of, sometimes, you know, there's like a great club, but there aren't a lot of um, drinking options around. So yeah. that we actually just stayed at the club and drank. That's my favorite. Which was really Snotty, fun. The staff yeah. was great. Very nice yeah. people. I had a great you go time. Upstairs? Are they still trying to turn that upstairs into uh, a, a little club or open mic room or no? Our green room. Well, there's an upstairs. Yeah. I, I didn't see that part. So maybe they're still trying to get that going. Yeah, I, I saw. There's the comedy club of KC we're talking about. Yeah. Which I'll be at in. When this comes out, yeah, oh, no I'm way. there this week. Yeah. I'm there this Thursday through Saturday. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're gonna love it. And you played it before, yeah, yeah. just once, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great and so, um, it's it's yeah, it was a fun time, and I like that. Um, I like to drink after the show. I'm not a guy who, because uh, I always feel like I'm trying looking for those moments, you know. And for me, so like when the show is done, I'm tequila's ready for me as soon as oh, I get yeah. off stage. Oh, I'm yeah. Just like, yeah, shoot it back. Just go, baby. Um, I recently got real drunk and went up at the laugh factory i don't think i've been this drunk in probably um 10 years wow i've only performed drunk probably six times not even double digits but i just was at a, a dinner and uh and just like got away from me and i was like i'm fine and yeah. i got to the club and then i was like woof and then i was like fuck i don't i don't want to not go up but i also like you know and i kind of and and uh, and I was like, "Fuck, is this?" I don't want to also embarrass myself, but I was like, "I think I'm good." Which, by the way, you're not. If that's where you're going, I think I'm fine. That's the beginning of every drunk driving commercial. <laughs> hey, I think I'm good. Don't don't, don't drive buzzed. Yeah, I. So I went up there, and I, I if I had the video ready, I'd pull it up. But I immediately just was like, "Guys, keep it going for that," and I just kind of like slurred the first thing. But then I just like murdered for about eight minutes on there's like four dudes in beards to the right and three of them were rabbis like trying to be rabbis and so i just and then one kid i said are you auditioning for the movie where you're a 50 year old man that's that looks like a 12 year old boy i just was fucking slaying him and then and the crowd was just hot and i was just committing i wasn't second guessing that's the big thing so it's like although at one point you're the pilot i met these two kids and they were like best friends of like 20 years and I go, and then they were with a girl, and so I was like, "Well, who's in the friend zone?" And they said this guy, and then, and then I said, made some weird analogy about like sailing the seven seas of the friendships, <laughs> or like you're in the friend, you're on the friendship sailing the seven seas of of no fuck or something like that. Just like was so weird that got like half laughs, but it was the first thing I said where I was just like, you know, maybe I should get off stage. Um, but uh, but, but yeah, like, I didn't. I did forty more minutes. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I'm banned from the Laugh Factory. Yeah, they go. They gave you the light. They go. I'm light blind. Uh, I'm colorblind. I didn't see the light. I just watched one of those colorblind videos where the grandpa gives the kid the goggles. It, wow, I can't, brother. That's I one just, of my uh, my my YouTube triggers. That's what my. By the way, you asked me earlier if I had Shaq's money. I would I would buy those glasses. Yeah, brother. There are you colorblind? Movie? No. Oh, who said that? <laughs> He's real blind. That's not how it works. <laughs> Who, who said that a white man i can't tell <laughs> jonathan kite for mayor <laughs> for, oh, wait no jonathan kite for jonathan student kite council president awkwardly woke <laughs> wait a second that's a great speech if you're like nine running for student council <laughs> hey guys who said that <laughs> i can't see color i can't see color <laughs> 
Grab a button on your way out. <laughs> I ended out cookies. One Grab day. a comb on your way out. It's the little boy from the movie. It's the Vidal Sassoon boy. That's, that's the fucking the movie quote that they take for after seeing that. The combs are working. <laughs> that's the only thing in the script they green light. Guys, let's keep the combs, obviously. I gave out cookies when I ran for treasure in Lake oh. Forest Park. Caitlin Peck ran against me. And two years later, everyone would see her boobs for the first time when a bumblebee would go up her shirt and she would rip it off at Camp Orkyla. Spoiler alert. Everybody saw. It was almost like the bee knew that there was about 60 prepubescent boys One standing around. One of you sent the bee. <laughs> it just cuts to you like holding the bee and being like, hey, buddy. Well, the bee definitely, it's almost like it like, as it was flying around, that stopped and looked at us and was like, <laughs> and then he went, and went up that shirt and it came off in one swoop. And she was a bigger girl, so things that were- that bee just wink? <laughs> <laughs> things were bouncing around. In every which direction, and all she did was just, and the bee was chasing her, so she ran in circles, oh. and it just, she put on a show. I'll never forget it. Did she jump in the water? No, there was no water to be found. She just had leaves and trees and and bees. She was covered in honey. <laughs> <laughs> we had covered her in honey. We covered her in bee pheromones, and that was our bad. <laughs> and when the bear got to her. <laughs> <Bear-mones>. <laughs> Great band. The pheromones. That sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese, like, like a band that's going to audition for the Chuck E. Cheese band. Did you ever see real... Or for the Chuck E. Cheese tour. <laughs> Bro, the, uh, remember I said Paul Giamatti's the manager of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's that gorilla? Where is that gorilla? He's never late. I got to go on. And showbiz pizza. I'm ducking your pay, gorilla. Fuck you, Stan. <laughs> Fuck me? Oh, oh no. Fuck you. I swear to God, we talked about this in yeah. Austin. That would be the funniest. Oh, that's right, we movie. did, right? Wait, but let me. Did you we ever see Willy's Wonderland? Laughing. Yes, with Nicolas Cage. Oh no, it's where where he fights um, all I, these animatronics. I was going to be that gorilla in the uh, the voice of it. It was between me and a buddy of mine, and I did all the Your temp buddy got for it. it. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking was really bummed because I was like, I sh- it looked the, the clip looks so good. My um, uh, knew the kid that, that made that movie. And, and it was so, and just watching Wait, that. Wait, the Willy's Wonderland with yeah. Nick Cage? Yeah, where he fought the grill in the bathroom. Dude, I, I met with the director today. Yeah, th- of that guy, of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I met him today. What's his name? Kevin Lewis. Yes. <clears throat> and I said, I love that movie. Is it great? The movie's, it's amazing. I couldn't watch it after I didn't get it. It was amazing. That's awesome. Because. Because of Nick Cage. Yeah, but also, those are the creepiest fucking animals. Yeah. Showbiz Pizza, Chimpy's Pizza Safari, which is what we had, and there was also Chuck E. Cheese. We had all three of them. Wow. Chimpy's Pizza Safari. Bro. Sounds awesome. It yeah. also sounds like someone's getting fingered in the bathroom. It's called banana there. <laughs> hey, guys, stop monkeying around. Is the, there's, they're so light about the assault. <laughs> they keep using fucking like, weird play on words. I grab you a bunch of bananas? <laughs> Quit monkeying around. That's what they call it. That's their way of... Are you charging me with monkeying around? This is a pizza safari. <laughs> man, well, you know, you know that what was, you signed up for. It was loose back then, bro. The 90s, bro, loose. Wait, it's all just animal puns to get to somehow get out of like, what's another one? Like, right, uh, <laughs> um, show me your baboon. Chippy's <laughs> uh, pizza safari. Where the sexual harassment's fun. With the, uh, the sexual, yeah, with the, the sexual harassment, 
is the fun. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what happens at Jimmy Safari stays at Jimmy okay, Safari. Okay. That's what their thing is. Oh fucking god! Did, did you, hey, quiet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, hey, dude. Jimmy's Pizza Safari. <laughs> It'll be our secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Jimmy's Pizza Safari. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Shh. <laughs> Sh- Easy pizza. Now shh. <laughs> Hey, you got an allegation. We have a pizza to stuff in your mouth. <laughs> I mean. Wait, wait. Jimmy's Pizza Safari. Take it to the grave. <laughs> oh, my God. Some people might have said it was your hand. <laughs> hey, hey, some people say there was the chimp's foot. That is a thumb, too. <laughs> you can't prove it was me in that costume. <laughs> You can't prove nothing. (laughs) That monkey didn't know what he was doing. He's not people. (laughs) Oh my God. We're going over this whole song. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's the song I'd record with Jamie. And you just got (coughs) Oh man. Um I'm like Jamie, I need to make this song, bro. I saw him just comment on a uh clip of yours. That was so rad. He's (laughs) he's the fucking best, man. He uh does he ever talk to you about doing stand-up again? Brother, he came to see me at Laugh Factory. Oh, oh, he nice. He brought the, his whole, like, everybody. Like, everybody came out. That's so cool, And I'm cool, going to try, man. hopefully, like, you know, if he goes back on the road, I, I hopefully I'm going to open He'll, for him. Oh, I thought you were about to say he's going to open for you, Batavia. Yeah. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to, get in line, buddy. <laughs> Wait, he's, that's he's awesome. He's great. He, and he's already been working <clears throat> on jokes, and I've heard a lot of them. They're crushers. That was a great clip that uh, you posted that he commented on. Oh, thanks, yeah, that man. Great, that was a great dude. It uh, was, you know, he's um, he's that's the thing about him. He's so supportive, mm. and he pays it forward. It's like he is. He wants to help people out. He's just such a good guy. It's awesome. And the fact that he, a guy like that, you know, what the, the funny thing is because they always ask about the greats. I mean, people say Eddie Murphy all the time, right? Because he was such a crusher, and then mm-hmm. he, you know, didn't do stand up. Could he get back out and do it? And that's like a big debate. I think he'd be amazing at it. But the thing about Jamie is when you see him in interviews, and obviously he still does the Tonight Show and he does all these things. Yeah, he's still like always doing bits. So he just because he stopped like doing stand up, he never stopped like telling jokes. Yeah, I know. So for him, I don't think there's any break. I oh. think he's just now doing it on stage again. Yeah, that's incredible. It's cool too when guys like that are just um, like, I don't know. Seeing you guys do dueling Trumps would be incredible. His Trump impression that just got posted with him and Snoop was so, so good. good. We there we did dueling Trumps one time on like a on set. It was a recording. It looks like it was recorded on a Samsung razor. Oh man. And it's the quality is so like the sound is it, but we would we would do that and we would do dueling whatever's. Like one day we did dueling Axel Roses. Oh my God. We would just like pick an impression and see if we could both do it. And then we would just like talk to each other. And then I we like and I would just we would be like a lot of great people. And he goes, So many great, great people. And I go, How many great people? All the great people. There's gotta be a an imp- I mean, I know Dana Carr did that first impression show, but like there's gotta be a more I know and then Jeff Ross maybe did a, an impression show, but like an edgier one. Because impression shows are always even when impressionists go on like an America's Got Talent, it's always got to be so, so cool. Like, right. Like what we're just do- doing with Paul Giamatti yelling at the fucking showbiz pizza band and cursing. Like it's like you got to see, or if you're going to do a Trump, 
you, you want to see a little bit of a filthier, like any version of it, or at least have the 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 opportunity. The option, the fact that we have, that you have to like, sh- like shy away from doing something like so boring to me. It's boring, and you think about it, like everything looks like it's clean, and and I really respect him, but Rich Little. It's like, you know, Jimmy Stewart did this and yes. so this, yes. which is great. He's so good. But I think that when we have, and you as well, like when you do Dr. Phil, you have a take yes. on him. And it's like, by the way, the Paul Giamatti that I'm doing, I'm not saying <clears throat> like um, I should be, uh, as Jeffrey Epstein, you know, it's like he has kind of like a crazy manic energy about him. Yes. And so all I'm doing is highlighting that. Well, but to do like only the best parts of people, it's like, no, there's there's something fun about Tom Hanks, who was one of my idols, just like yelling. I got a Tom Hanks bit that's coming out that I, I can't reveal that I it, I it happened in the moment. I had to do it. And now it's done. But we're going to release it on Disney Day. It's me playing Geppetto. And we did it one time in the club. Oh, Hanks is Geppetto, right? Yes. Wow. I auditioned to play Jiminy Cricket. Did you really? Oh. <sighs> What was the voice he did? Um, they were like, it's normal, but he needed to be like, and I was trying to do Seth just like Rogen. a, hey, hey, hey. he's like, I, I gotta, I, uh, hey, hey. here's the thing, you're wood, right? All right, so when you smoke the blood, it's probably better for you to take edibles because when you, here, here's, hey, hey, hey. when you, uh, when you smoke, right, there's fire. And the problem is that you are made of the thing that fire likes to eat. So, uh, I would say, let's just get, like, a brownie or something, and, like, and then it's like, you won't be a real boy, you'll be a man. That's the voice I did. No, no. But yeah, unbelievable, dude. I love you. But I um oh. no, I did um I tried to do Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing him. Oh, wow. And it's like, and he that he's great, Um, but I did it in the same, like, a positive sort of, like, come on, man, like, like oh, a, yeah, yeah let's great. do this. Yeah, like, oh, great. You know, instead of like, because the Jiminy Cricket from when we were kids, he sort of seemed like he was like an older. Yeah, he sounded guy. like he was almost like 54 and had yeah. still read the newspaper. Exactly. <laughs> he had spats on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just, he was recently divorced. <laughs> he just, or if he was married, his him and his wife did not sleep in the same bed. No, different beds, different rooms. And, he would uh, just go cricket, 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 and she's like, not tonight, Jiminy. <laughs> yeah, also, Jiminy is just such a, like, Jimmy Cricket should be, like, they should have changed it somehow. Or maybe it's like, I guess you got to keep the same story. I don't know. Jimmy can he go Glick. by a different name? Jiminy Glick Cricket? <laughs> Jiminy's like, listen. Yeah, it's just like. Um, I did this thing with uh, Frank Caliendo just talking about the edgier impressions. He's and awesome. I had him do a thing where he did John Madden narrating por- porn titles. I just want to, like play uh, a little piece of it oh that's fun because even like madden narrating like porn you know porn <laughs> but he could he still put it in took it out boom he's done he's not gonna be working in this industry what is that you have a wanker <laughs> you know what i don't mind yeah. let's go or maybe he's critiquing the story more than the actual Sex, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I like the ins and the outs, but it just didn't seem believable when uh, Ray started to came over and knocked on the door. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff on the internet. But I would pay for a album full of Madden reading Pornhub titles. Yeah, me too. Seriously, stop playing with your dick all the time around me. Step sis says. <laughs> Deep throat leads to ass fuck. <laughs> Are these real? 
That's Here's amazing. Here's a guy going to fucking hurt on the ass. <laughs> Viagra mix up with my friend's hot mom, Jocelyn Jane. <laughs> Few all recommended videos. This is where it gets fun here. Horny MILF comes after one minute, gets multiple orgasms. Not really any different than my history. Oh, she's sitting on his face there. He's got a mask on. You don't know who he is. Here, I got one. Here's one that he has to, he has to like. He's this is all animated. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. He's now he's decided. Oh, is it really? I'll check it out. Oh, did you hear this one? On his face there. He's got a mask on. You don't know who he is. Here, I got one. Here's one that he has to, he has to like he's finally found his niche. Yeah, yeah. He's now he's found his niche. Anal cream pie for no face girl. <laughs> <laughs> when did you record that? Oh, four or five years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. my God. I was at his place in, on his podcast and I just took the audio. I was, because he, he's very clean. <clears throat> he is so very a, clean. <clears throat> yeah. So it was a big deal to get him to do madden especially because for all these corporate things he i've was never even, heard her say, him say those words yeah and i've heard all his videos yeah yeah and to take somebody like that that was uh you know so revered um that is so funny though man um well you're a beast this I flew by again um uh oh i wanted to ask you real quick yeah what i know you're a big music guy when you i was just talking about this with a buddy the other day and i was like this would be a good kite question when you, if you had, could have one song, like you wake up to start your day, almost like the soundtrack to your day. Thought and I know this. that every like day is different. And you, you know, some days you, you kick off the sheets and you're ready to attack it and, uh, and grab the day by the pussy. But are there days, the day that you're like, feel like you're like, fucking let's go. Like what, what's going to be a song that you maybe turn on as you pop in the shower, if you do that, or you get in the car and you're like driving to something you're excited for. What's the soundtrack for, for Kite's day? Feeling good. Bye. Either Nina Simone or Michael Bublé. Whoa, nice! Yeah. Like the thing about if it was, if so it was, it's not fucking. We built this city or something. It's not. Well, something. it goes into that. Yeah, it goes into it goes into uh, the way that they did the um, the Queen did uh, those two mashups together. You yes. know, We Are the Champions goes right in. So it goes into We Built a City Great. remix. Usher has a a bar, and I think um, if it was a nighttime Nina Simone, just because it's a, it's like a sultry kind of thing. Yeah. But if it was like the curtains are coming up and I'm feeling good, boom, and I'm feeling good. That is a great like also show cold open 100%. song. 100%. Like, yeah, where there's cool, I don't know if it's like for Mad Men, some sort of a show where there's like cool animations going on to set up what the whole show is. And everything is like birds flying high. Yeah. And you see it like, you know how I feel. And it feels like it's the, the opening for Weeds or something like that. You know, remember that show? Yeah, Mary of Louise course. Parker. Is that the opening credits? No, that, they had the, uh, remember, little boxes on the Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, how was, high was I? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would, what was yours? Mine would probably be, <sighs> Amelia, what comes to my head is uh, Hanson's Mbop. Just because I can't not be in a good mood when that yeah. song comes on, because it's got a lot of positive connotations for me. Or a whole new world, Peebo <sighs> Bryson. Also great. Although that's a song my dad left too, and actually he was singing on the way out, dressed as Peebo Bryson. <laughs> dressed as Peebo Bryson. <laughs> he was in blackface, and uh... that wasn't the weird part. Was the fact, yeah, we we <laughs> he wanted to somehow dilute the fact that he wasn't coming back. So he was like, "How can I distract from the fact that I'm leaving the family?" No pants. <laughs> And my ass has a tattoo. And just as people exit. <laughs> like, oh, see ya. What? What a weird way to leave. That's a great commercial for Clorox. And you can tell dad's asshole's bleached and it goes Clorox, not just for laundry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for laundry and leaving. 
So clean you could eat something off it. Different. <laughs> something different. It's like the porn title. Something different about that. <laughs> I'm Anthony Bourdain. And when I want a very clean plate, or if I'm going to eat ass, I use Clorox bleach. Because Clorox makes the starfish clean enough to eat off of. This has been Parts Unknown, the clitoris. Good night, everybody. <laughs>